This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Hi there, this is Mark Lloyd, and on the night shift this week, we talk classical music with the fantastic pianist Pierce Lane, who's coming to Dubai Opera for Music in the studio. He had some fantastic stories to tell, and let me tell you, it's going to be an amazing show. Do enjoy the podcast and join me live on the show, weeknights, 8 through 10, right here on Dubai Eye 103.8. This is the night shift. On Dubai Eye 103.8, the UAE's number one talk radio station. It's very exciting, certainly if you're a, a big music lover, as this weekend something super special going to be happening at Dubai Opera on Saturday, the 21st of January. Uh, we're going to be welcoming back to the city the uh, renowned uh, pianist, concert pianist, Piers Lane, who joins us on the show right now. Piers, how are you, sir? Hello, Mark. Looking forward very much to some warm weather <laughs> from tomorrow. <laughs> well, I'm glad uh, we've got plenty of that to offer you in Dubai, of course. I just want to look back at your career. I think you were destined to become a professional musician, as I believe your mother and your father met at music college. Is that right? Indeed, yes. This tall young man asked my mother on the day of the auditions at the Royal College of Music in London, where to go and um, <laughs> they saw each other again the next year and the rest is history. Wow. Um, so tell me about your early days and, uh, and learning piano. I mean, music must have been everywhere in your house. It totally was. I uh, grew up in Brisbane in Australia and my mother taught at home all the time, my father as well as at the Conservatorium of Music. And so, you know, I used to love as a little tiny child lying under the table or under the grand piano and listen to people playing and then hear them discussed at dinner. It was very much in my DNA. But I, having said that, I'm the eldest of five brothers and none of the others became professional musicians. So it doesn't necessarily follow. But certainly if you're going to be a professional musician, it's a great way to start. You have a sort of innate knowledge yeah, definitely. I, I mean, tell me about your journey into it. You know, it's, it's one thing playing at home and, you know, playing yeah. for enjoyment, but to play professionally is a totally different ball game. So how did it kind of unravel for you, Piers? Well, I was very lucky in childhood. I had the opportunity to do some quite important things. There was a festival in Brisbane of young choral singers. They would have 600 voices on stage in the city hall. And of course, all of the parents and brothers and sisters would be there. And I was chosen to play as a soloist when I was 10 and 11. Wow. So played to this enormous audience. I think my mother was more scared than I was, really. And then <laughs> I also was asked to accompany a school choir when I was 12 for ABC Radio and subsequently was asked by the producer to play solo on the radio and also started around that same time playing with orchestra. So I was very lucky in a way growing up in Australia, having these opportunities that I may not have had in a big place like London. But then when I was in my late teens, I did win prizes that took me to Budapest to compete in international competition. The first Sydney international competition took place and I won the prize for the best Australian in that. So that led to other concerts. It's funny with that now because I'm its artistic director now, have been for the last six years. And right now I'm listening to 250 applicants hoping to be wow. taken to Australia in July this year to compete there. So that goes back a long way. And I studied in the States and at the Royal College myself. And and one thing leads to another, you know, and uh I'm a persistent sort of person as well. But when I arrived in London, I was told that there are about 6,000 young pianists all wanting careers, and I did have a little wobble at the time. <laughs> I mean, the, the competition, uh, you know, in classical music is, is ferocious, isn't it? Uh, you know, I mean, how did you cope with that? 
Look, you do your own thing. You um, Every career is different. There's no set path. And I, I was a very quick learner, could yeah. memorize very easily and that sort of thing. So I was able to accept engagements at the last minute if somebody pulled out. I had several of those, which were very important. I once um, made my debut in London. By default, I was meant to accompany a singer, but she had problems in her personal life at the time. And so the promoter asked, because they'd heard of me <laughs> having won a competition the year before, if I would do a solo recital two nights later. And I said, I'd be delighted to. And, <laughs> got reviews. and so, you know, you have to be ready to take these yeah. opportunities. Yeah, you have but, to go, go um, with the flow, as they say. I just want to play a little clip of your beautiful playing. What have you got? So that's just a little flavour of, of Piers Lane. Well, I mean, what a technique you've got, Piers. Um, abs- do you still practice every day? Oh, I try to, absolutely. <laughs> uh, life takes over sometimes. Sometimes you get none. Sometimes you might be there for, you know, eight hours if you have to. You do what you have to and what you can do. But, yep. yes, you ideally do play every day. Um, d- tell me what's going to be in the repertoire um, coming up at Dubai Opera on the oh. 21st. Well, in the end, it's turned out to be a very romantic program. I'm starting with the Holberg Suite by Grieg, and a lot of people will know that from its string orchestra version, but don't realise that the piano version came first, and it's it's terrific, beautiful, sort of neo-baroque suite. Then I'm playing a set of variations on Chopin's Prelude in C minor by Rachmaninoff. You can't do much better than combining Chopin and Rachmaninoff. No. And after interval... There's another set of, of variations by Alexander Glatsunov, and they're beautifully uh, romantic, again, full of different facets, not as perhaps uh, intellectual as the Rachmaninoff ones, but um, but beautiful nonetheless. Then two Chopin nocturnes. I often give concerts of the entire nocturnes of Chopin, sometimes by candlelight. It's, it's one of my favourite things to do. So two of my favourite nocturnes in C-sharp minor and D-flat major. And finishing off with a showy piece, of course, uh, by Liszt, the Tarantella from his suite Venice and Naples. Wow, um, C-sharp minor. That sounds like a bit of a nasty key. believe me i see as well that you've been five times soloist at the bbc proms i mean what's that experience like being up there as solo piano at the proms that's an extraordinary experience because you have punters just below you um standing down in the yeah. stalls and uh, so that's extraordinarily close you're playing to thousands of people and it's going out live on air so it's a massive thing but there's no greater thrill i don't think i remember years ago now i gave a performance of the arthur bliss piano concerto so arthur bliss 
an English composer, no longer around, of course. But my father had introduced that work to me when I was a teenager, and he managed to rig up wires in the frangipani tree in the back garden in Brisbane and get up at some ungodly hour and um, <laughs> hear it live from the proms. So very special experiences always associated with the proms. Um, I, I was sent a little clip uh, uh, earlier on just to uh, give me a little idea of, um, of your repertoire, and you own a painting um, that hangs in your home uh, that I believe has got some connection with a very famous composer. Indeed. Yes, I was so thrilled once to come across a painting by Georges Sand, the Chopin's lover, you know, and the great French writer who sort of uh, invented the pastoral novel in French, but she was an extraordinary person all round. And I have a painting by her from 1879 wow. called La Marle like the, na the same as one of her book's names. It's a romantic little scene with trees and a castle in the background and river, but beautifully done. And um, it, it inspires me, actually, to think that, you know, the hand that was drawing that painting um, <laughs> yeah. was... It's incredible. <laughs> what what a say, story. I mean, is that something you like to do? Do you collect art or is, is that just a, a very special art. piece? It's a bit of a gallery in my house, I'm afraid, yes. <laughs> <laughs> really special thing for me. Mm. Uh, now, you're coming, uh, obviously, to uh, Dubai performing Saturday. What does the rest of the, of the year look like? I mean, is there a lot of travel involved now? And, you know, I'm happy to be back out there um, on the road, as they say, um, performing yeah. uh, performances. The last 10 months or so have been back to normal, really. I went to an awful lot of different countries last year. This year, I'm, I'm in Switzerland twice. I'm in the States. I'm going to Australia and New Zealand at the end of April and will be there till the end of July because the Sydney International Piano Competition is taking place live this year again yep. uh, for the first time live since 2016. So that will occupy quite a bit of my time. And I'm judging a competition in New Zealand as well. But uh, where else am I going? Um, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Just a, a lot, a lot of traveling. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Piers, being uh, you know such a renowned musician, and um, what what kind of advice would you give to to young players? I'm, I'm sure there's a a lot of of young you know classical, uh, classically trained uh, young pianists here here in Dubai. What what advice would you give them? Well, I'm looking forward to hearing five of them play on Monday actually yeah. in the master. That'll be exciting. And look, I think it does everybody good to learn a musical instrument, no matter whether you take it up professionally later in life or not. It teaches you all sorts of interpersonal skills, social skills, brain skills, um, physical skills, um, your sense of empathy with other people, with composers, thinking in some from other points of view, million different advantages to learning in music and yeah. an instrument. But for those who want to have a career, You've got to be aware of levels these days. It is very competitive, but you've also got to love it so much that you can't possibly do anything else. You know, it's got to be a real vocation if you're going to have a career because it's not an easy path to tread. And uh, so you've got to absolutely have music as your number one love. Uh, if you're I've talked about your art collection. I've got to pry again and ask you about your piano. What, what piano do you have at home? I've got a, a Steinway C uh, Grand and, and a Kawaii. Oh, wow. A Steinway. Is that, yeah. is that your favorite brand of piano? Look, that's a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I'm technically a Steinway artist and I've probably yeah. played more Steinways in my life than any other piano. It's a real friend when you go to a strange concert hall and see Steinway. You you know yeah. the family well. Yeah. You, um, every member of that family is slightly different, but you know the family and that's, that's a great help if you've got very short time to try things. But I've played many other wonderful brands of piano Fazioli from Italy I'm thinking of at the moment and I remember once turning up to the cathedral in Auckland in New Zealand and seeing a kawaii and played the first chord on that and thought it was a dream piano it just did yeah. whatever you thought yeah um Yamaha Bersendorfer yeah. there's Stuart <laughs> in Australia a wonderful Australian made instrument that's not particularly known over this side of the world but is a phenomenal instrument as well I mean there are many it depends on the individual instrument really I'm pretty sure there's going to be a Steinway waiting for you um, over at Dubai Opera for Music in the studio, Saturday the 21st of January. Get your tickets. Piers Lane, it's been absolutely fabulous chatting with you and um, safe journey to Dubai and uh, enjoy your stay. Thank you so much, Mark. Real pleasure. There we are talking classical music. It's going to be a real treat. That's once again Saturday night, 21st of January. Music in the studio with Piers Lane at Dubai Opera. You've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates, just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.